Hey, folks, welcome to a brand new episode of the world's most interactive music podcast, season two of Smoke and If You Got Them. The premise of the show is simple. You got the instructions. You're going to roll one. You're going to smoke it. And this is preside as we listen to this album. Now, the, the record today is a special album. As usual, I turn it over to the Oracle of Oxford County, Mr. Jeremiah Trung. Ladies and gentlemen, today we will listen to Les Rallies de Nudes. Uh, sounds so good. And the name of the album is Yodo Go A Go Go. Yodo Go A Go Go. That was beautiful. So, incredible uh, Japanese album. This one, folks, you definitely have to follow the directions. You got to roll one up. You got to smoke it, right? Listen to side one. To come back to us. And then what? You got to do it again. Yeah. Roll it up again, side two. There's, there's plenty yeah. of meat to cut out here. You want to let the folks know what they really need to do here because, you know, it's important. Oh, well, folks, this one here, you're going to, this is not the regular prog rock, okay? Mm-mm. We're warning you. This is Japanese. This is loud. This is the first time we're really getting into the world of like abrasive noise explosion correct yeah just put on your trainers because this is baby steps this is loud yeah yeah i'm ready are you ready no but that doesn't stop me before let's smoke if you got them swing it over okay all right folks let's go smoke if you got them (laughs) well i'm in love I'm going to let you talk about this because I'm in love. Well, uh, the song that that stuck to me is called Enter the Mirror. And there's a moment in that song. It's the third song, third track. Mm -hmm. And he's doing like a basically sort of like a regular sort of bluesy guitar solo. And then he steps on something and it sounds like the world itself split in two. Yeah, I think it's... It's important to give some context here. Um, if when you were listening to this, you thought this has got to be the worst version possible of a bootleg of a bootleg of a bootleg copy of this record that somebody right. took a piss on and dropped a record. That's exactly what that's. Yeah, that is it. You got it. Now, I'm a big fan of Jesus and Mary Chain. I'm a big fan of John Cale and the Velvet Underground. All those influences, but this is even before, all of that is there. All of that is absolutely there. I mean, this is the reason why people walk up to the speaker and stab it with a a knife to create this sort of dissonance and aggression. Now, it doesn't matter how loud you play it, right, Jeremiah? Like, that happened to you. Oh, it was was nuts. It was um, going through the tracks here. Yeah. uh, First one, Otherwise My Conviction. Probably the most like standard song in a way, like almost a that, that song tune. reminded me of Velvet. Yeah, right, like sort of like Run Run Run, almost. You know, like yeah, it has that sort of like that thing to it, right? Yeah, or even the crescendo of heroin. Just when everything is getting amped up, it's got this rock and roll, uh, you know, cannibal at the drums. We're just going right on through, just the caveman beat, but everybody's loud and everybody's very aggressive uh the next one is like um very like it's like a ballad right 
that one was my favorite on this side, by the way. This, this, oh. to, to me, this was kind of like if, if I was going to have Ronnie Spector singing a band, I would have loved for Ronnie Spector to sing in this band mm. in that song. You know, it's, it's doo wop, it's 60s, it's traditional music songwriting that you've heard before, but unlike anything you've ever heard before. Now, what do you think about that little loop he's got in that, that vocal effect? Can we talk about the effects here real quick? There, there, is, there is something interesting here because uh, what year is this album out? This is now, we, I guess we'll, it's, this is a compilation, okay? This yeah. is a compilation. Most of their albums are compilations though, so. Well, it's either live, it's either live show bootlegs because there's no, this band has no official recordings. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get that. We'll get back to yeah. that. But, but talk about this echo, please. Yeah, the echo. The echo is interesting. Uh, so usually, echo goes along with the beat of the song. This echo seems like <laughs> you, you originally you said it sounded like the bowels of uh, hell or something are opening up. This echo plays around with time, plays around with left, right plays around with chorus it affects the sound that's coming out of the band i don't know how this is going this i don't know how this is happening but <laughs> and then then you add the, the volume right like you can tell that you can tell that muzatami who's like who's the head of this is he's loud like he is so fucking loud yeah his vocals and then anytime there's a guitar solo it's like the end of the world and and by the way what every every time that you hear that end of the world sound I originally thought it was a chorus pedal or some sort of reverb. No, it ain't. It's volume. He's it's overdriving volume. the speaker into uh, to the point that the speaker is shaking in and out, creating natural chorus frequencies. Yeah, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. This um, entire and, concept is a mind blow. Uh, and then I said the, the next one, the third track, that's the end of the mirror. That's my favorite because that really is. That's like the biggest like i read a someone on the internet said like that moment i'm talking about when that 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 guitar hits in it was like the biggest noise nut ever and i was like oh yeah 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 i I feel that i feel that it really uh, the comment that got me off of this one uh the dude wrote this might be one of the best bands of all time and i think a year later wrote underneath I'm fixing my statement. This is the best band of all time. Right underneath. <laughs> so, lastly, we have Field of Artificial Flowers. Well, beautiful names, too, for these songs. You know, and, and this they, is where, they are songs. To me, where, where uh, if you're an audiophile in terms of you're going you're, you're gonna to not like this, because it, it definitely, like, has gone down, like, like immensely, like, the, what made me chuckle is just the fact of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I said the wrong one. It's Smoking Cigarette Blues is the fourth there song. There you go. There you go. I'm so sorry. Smoking Cigarette Blues is the fourth song. And that's what made me laugh so hard because it's like, uh, this has no blues. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But man, is it ever, it is ever not the best quality. Especially, no. it just jumped down from that that incredible guitar solo, right? It's like yeah, just swallowed, yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting you call it down because it's perfect. That's literally what's was happening. We got some downgrade in the quality of it, 
but because this band is so um this project is so quirky in terms of like the the actual sound is part of what the band is of course very much like jesus and mary chain and very much like all these other bands i'm talking about even merce Bow that i've brought up before um now no japanese band sounds like this no well now here's an interesting thing this track specifically this is from uh early 70s right like late 60s early 70s and you gotta think of that time period just like how many bands were really going for that noise thing for that long like yeah maybe like bands might go for like noise for five minutes and that's a long time that's a long time from the late 60s early 70s this this is i think this stands like 24 minutes yeah, this is this is like going to see Sonic Youth in Central Park in '97. This is not yeah. normal for the time at all. A, a complete Sonic assault, folks. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, there's a little something there for everybody in side one. Uh, side two, I want to f- uh, go to this one, finish it up, and then let, let's really talk about a little bit about this band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's get into it because there's, there's a lot there's a lot to chew on with this band. Call so folks, please uh, grab it again. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. There you go. There you go. And uh, smoke another one here, okay? So uh, smoke if you got them, okay? Well, if you thought this was going to be easier. No, no. Flames of Ice is up next. (laughs) Flames of Ice. You want to talk about Sonic Assault real quick? Now, Flames for, the folks, for, the, for the folks that are joining us now, this is going to make absolutely no sense. you got to go to the top of the show and check what we're checking out. But the record today is... Yodo Go A Go Go. Let's realize the nudes is the band. Did you, did you happen to look for the translation of this record? The name of the, of the album in English? No, I didn't. The, um, because it's weird. They're, they're, they're a Japanese band, but like the, the, the name's actually in French, right? So a lot of right. stuff is in French, and he's like, he sings in French sometimes, too. Not, 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 not that you can understand him that much, because he's buried no. under 50 sheets of reverb and, <laughs> and distorted Noise. speakers and, you know, in the room itself. But boy, is it ever is it ever impressive. Now, now this band and these albums, these songs, they're compiled from different eras. And this band shows up in everybody who's an influence in, uh, or an influencer uh, in terms of avant-garde experimental music in modern history. Noise. Yeah. Noise, distortion, noise, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just uh, nothing like them. Absolutely not. And out of all the records that we've been observing here on Smoke Em If You Got Em, especially on this season two, uh, you know, really carving a spot that it's just theirs. Now, this is one of the first bands that's really not Prague that we've no, covered. No, no, there is there is experimental tendencies here, but they're not of the progressive kind. Even if we or, or RIO, which we talk about rock and opposition all the time, this is its own thing. Yeah, it, it, it's coming from. You can tell he loved the Velvets. Like, you talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting is, I'll, well, I'll get back to the history of this band. Like, he, he got this band together at university, and um, they were backing up uh, a dance group. Okay? <laughs> and experimental 
you know, avant-garde dance group, right? Yeah. So when when they so they they told me didn't have to have just hey play for us, right? So he starts playing, and as soon as they do the uh, um, the rehearsals, like they freak out. The dance band freaks out because they're like, dude, you like you're so loud, like you cannot play this loud, right? We can't think. And uh, as soon as they said that, then he was in. He was like, okay, I have to. The whole thing now is about playing absurdly loud. And seeing it how it affects people, right? So they would play these um, regular, uh, again, university. Let's say like not a battle of bands, but you know whatever concerts. Like we're like, this is Japan in, in late '60s, so there wasn't that much going on really in terms of yeah. movements, right? So whatever was going on, like maybe some guys are playing uh, their version of Cream, and then this guy would come on and then just melt the world, and then yeah. chaos would ensue. Absolutely, I think I even though it's not that evident, but but this is why you and I talk about this. Uh, I hear a lot of Motown. I hear a lot of uh, '60s R&B songs. You know, I, this this is to me a person that sat and like played those tunes that are hits all the time, and he just figured out how to create uh, you know their own space inside of that. And uh, the name escapes me. Uh, his name? What, what's what's the lead's name? Uh, Musatami, uh, yeah, Kazumi Musatami. Musatami has this this thing about him that you know, I, I don't know if you feel that, but to me, I, I go back to the the Phil Spector thing, because it's almost like he grew up with the Phil Spector sound, the wall of sound, and then he said, okay, how can I make this mine? How can I be the only person that sounds like this? And just went ahead and did it, but it it doesn't go away from the basic structure of you know R and B and regular songs. I think the biggest difference is. The Sonic Assault, right? So uh, we have to get finish this up. This is uh, with this album cover, okay? <laughs> of, of this plane, okay? Do you know the story about the plane? There, there's a lot to digest about that, but please, you're the oracle. Let them know. Okay. So let's tell the people about the plane. Yeah. Uh, I, I told you about it before, correct? Correct. Okay, good. All right. This is this is great. So you can uh, double check me if I get anything wrong. But the original bass player for this band, uh, this whole band was a part of a communist uh, movement. Okay. Mm-hmm. And very radical. And, and, and the bass player uh, kidnapped a plane. Yes, that's, I'm, this is real, oh, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Kidnapped the plane full of people and uh, took the plane, got the, they negotiated to get, they got the plane, they got the people off the plane. He got a bunch of money and took the plane to North, North Korea. Yep. Landed. This is the plane that's on this cover, took the plane, North Korea. And to this day lives North Korea. There you go. What, what have you done? What have you done today? Now, what's your bass player in your band doing lately? Yeah, yeah, except for showing up without gear or always late. Not knowing the tunes. Yeah, not knowing how to even play bass. Now, th- this, is, this is one of the coolest things. I mean, this is, not one of the, this is not the first band that we've talked about that's a commune or has these tendencies uh, that are really against the system and fight the power in their own version. Um, I think, musically speaking, though, this is uh, the most militant-sounding band putting together that cover. Because it says a lot, right? Like your your bass player did that, and all, but but the fact that you go ahead and you put that artwork on on your collection says so now, much. 
Yeah. Now there's so much things about. So Mizutami never they never released albums. These are all bootlegs, right? Yep. So what's interesting to people have said that he gets money from these bootlegs, but there's no proof of it. And no one has ev- ever interviewed this motherfucker. At all. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. He never advertises his gigs. Right? They just happen. And uh, he's just super, like, he'll, he'll come. He also will show up to shows and, like, make an appearance and leave before the audience gets there of other bands. <laughs> Not only that, he'll he'll just pick any Blow Joe to come and play music. Yeah. On stage with him. It doesn't matter. Uh and the last he was heard of, he was playing in France, some small town in France with the American avant garde saxophone player Av- Arthur Doyle. Mm. Again, unadvertised. The balls on this the balls on this person, huh? Tommy just really doesn't doesn't care whatsoever. Uh, the the concept of this band is perfect. I lament the fact that bands like this are harder and harder to come by because you know he's been doing this gig for forty years. Oh yeah, fifty years, and uh, still going at it. And the the recordings that happened in studio were put together in uh, in other compilations that were later released, but. Like Jeremiah is saying, I mean, there's very little information. And whatever you go and look up uh, in any of the searches that you look up, it's always the coolest videos that are not official. It's always the coolest artwork that is not official. And, um, you know, this is this is really it's for the people. Yeah. And it's so funny is like uh, there's some great articles. Maybe we'll, we'll send a, we can put a link there for some people who are interested in they've been written about this band, like the, the rabbit hole of trying to find information about this band. Right. The mystique of it on. all. Yeah. Right. Because of this day and age, you'd say, well, this is ridiculous. Why can't I meet this guy? Right. So like, of course, you don't deserve to meet this guy. That's why ma- many people have tried, <laughs> 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 but it's also because of the, like a lot of people think it, it's, it's because of, uh, fear of being arrested because again he's, he's very uh subversive considered subversive yeah a subversive yeah. member of society well and listen when you tie it into the fact that a plane was taken and the plane was landed in north korea and you know got away with the money and all that it's it's a huge i think the statue of limitations already gone but it is a huge deal to 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 do that and you know him being uh, allegedly in france uh which is a notorious uh place for people to escape to uh, says tons. Now th- there is official. Well, I say official in their quotations, but there, but there is merch available, and again, all the right people, uh, all the right people have those shirts and the records. I, I even found a clip of Chuck D talking about nice. this album. So it's for everybody. This is this is a different thing, and uh, yeah, I, I'd be interested in, in knowing what you guys think about this record. But honestly. This record didn't care what I thought about it. I just know that it's great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's just what it is. Yes, folks. We'll, we'll go back to to uh, we'll get out of this noise world. We'll go back to Prague tomorrow. Okay. I felt so, I felt be... I felt really com- I felt really comfortable in this world, but uh, but you know we never told you that we were just a Prague nope. uh, podcast. We told you we were a good music podcast, and that's what we do. 
especially in season two of Smoke and We Got Him, because that's just what's up. And we're really, and more than that, we're trying to get bands that don't get enough press too. Definitely, not all the time, folks. Yes, we've done more famous prog bands than, but you know, we've done a lot of obscure things. So when, when, you, when you say famous, they sold more than twenty tickets at the front door. That's when you mean by famous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't we haven't really hit on the super hits, but uh, as I look at the time, we're running out of it. So uh, walk us out, folks. Till next time, smoke if you got them. Peace.